This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Welcome to a new year with Talking About You with Estra, radio and podcast. Bringing car accident support to the injured, those facing insurance company and employer ERISA challenges, covert and overt surveillance against those involved in collisions, along with car accident general topics. This is Estra from Seattle, Washington, USA, opening up the lines of communication to those involved in car wrecks or those interested in making life better for the millions dealing with car accident collision concerns. If this is you, dial in today to the program and be a part of the solution. Don't let fear stop you from helping others. Believe me, we are all in this together. Let's get talking. Thank you for joining me today. And sometimes when you got to sneeze, you've got to sneeze. Welcome, listeners, to Talking About You with Estra's Radio and Podcast. I'm so glad that you're here with me today broadcasting from Seattle, Washington, USA. The new program schedule allows more time for conversation between you and me. This is Car Accident Talk Radio with Estra, where we talk about the issues of the week, personal care and recovery, auto insurance, employee ERISA insurance, through employers, social security disability, car collision, surveillance, and additional topics of interest to you, the listener, about car wrecks. So let's get started. Today's topic is disability counter-surveillance, fighting back, when harassment, intimidation, and bullying is a fact of everyday life, why would anyone stand for it? Why would you do something? Why wouldn't you actually do something about it? Insurance companies, employers, Social Security disability should not have the power and influence to abuse injured or disabled because they have the financial and personal, or actually personnel too, to take such advantage of those with a lot less means. The wealthy do not normally encounter these behaviors, nor should poor people due to their stature in society. Today, we will talk about keeping yourself in a better position against disability surveillance for the purpose of keeping your insurance claim benefits or settlements. Today, hopefully, it looks like we're up on the air for a change and without a few troubles except the sneezing. Um, so make sure that you are, if you're ready to dial in, you can dial in at 718-766-4385. Again, the number to talk about the disability counter surveillance we're we're on today is 718-766-4385. And talk to me, Estra, about your car accident concerns or anything else that we can talk about today. Because believe me, I understand there are people out there who'd be willing to hold your lips hostage, but release your tongue and free yourself. 
only rule when you let them. When we stand together, insured civil rights legislation will be passed by Congress and allow people involved in car accidents, benefits, settlements, and the deserved respect, which cannot be violated by insurance companies, employers, or Social Security disability. Again, the number is 718-766-4385. Policyholders need to be prepared for disability surveillance because often these actions entail abuse. Okay, so when you're when people are doing things to you that are making you feel very uncomfortable, hurting you in some way, uh, and continually repeating these same actions, it's abuse. And those things should be brought out in the in the open because for some reason people who are abusers like things to be hidden. Another thing is that happens is because there's a loss of insurance benefits. And when people lose their insurance benefits, that means most people are just one, not even one paycheck away from actually losing maybe perhaps everything that they have. Harassment and intimidation are tactics to harm you physically, emotionally, and financially. So when you take these three actions and they're repeated for days, months, or years, it's serious abuse to the policyholders. I just want to repeat those again. Whenever you're being abused by being stalked, being harassed, being bullied, being intimidated, I mean, to me, this is also another endless list, you know that that's abuse. Loss of insurance benefits or money you're expecting every month just to make in me, not to do anything spectacular, just on the survival level, it's a problem. And insurance companies know when they actually do that to you, it's truly a problem. And number three is the harassment and intimidation tactics to harm you physically, emotionally, and financially. So recognize, because a lot of people say, this only happens for a day or a week, but that's not can be around for days, months, or even years. Now, the emotional IQ technique... protects your emotions. They help to stay focused on what's important to you. And I can tell you beyond a reasonable doubt, this is the most important thing you can do to make your life better. Because if you stay focused on what's important to you, you'll take better care of yourself. You'll see issues coming up and you'll try to address them the best way you can. And there's just so many other things that you'll have to be able to to master uh, when you're in this situation. Helps the, the emotional IQ techniques also help you, and you can find books on emotional IQ online, by the way. They help recognize bullies' attempts to play with your emotions. Uh, unfortunately, most of these people have been practicing this on people for either years or decades or far too long. And so most policyholders who've been involved in car accidents have not had that, those long years of experience. So... Emotional IQ techniques will also help recognize bullies' attempts to play with your emotions, which is really important. And another thing that the emotional IQ techniques will help is to be proactive against the tactics and provide you with responsible ways that are healthy in in being able to address what comes your way from them. And that's so important. So emotional IQ is 
to protect your emotions, help to stay focused on what's important to you, helps recognize bullies' attempts to play with your emotions, which they do a lot, and also helps to be proactive against these tactics and provide a responsible way that's healthy for you to respond. I guess this is going to be one of those days today. Okay, so the next thing we're going to talk about is the insured harassers can act as ill-mannered children or even dogs. And what I, what I want to say about that is when documenting behaviors, often uh, harassers will throw tantrums in a many faceted ways. It could be, uh, they could be on the freeway, um, in their vehicle. They could be online hacking your accounts, your keyboard, and find ways to control your electric devices. This is also true when hacking is taking over your smartphone, and I've experienced this both on Verizon. It's unfortunate that it seems like uh, we're a long way from being able to crack down on some of these people because, frankly, in my opinion, it would be one of the most important things to do. Uh, number five is, let's see if we're going to have a drama over here. Let's see if I can slow this down just a little bit. That's kind of how the harassers act. Okay, let's see if I can try this again. Okay, let's see where we are here. Let's just start over on the ensure harassers can act as ill-mannered as children and sometimes adults, and some of them are adults. When documenting behaviors, it often throws, they often throw tantrums. So you might be outside and Maybe you said something about them or just exposed some of their behaviors, and they were very unhappy about it. This is just, I think, I don't know if I'm going to have to do this as a comedy show at the rate this is going or be able to redo it. So bear with me. When documenting behaviors that often, harassers often throw tantrums, and they can throw it on the freeways, they can, they can do it. Online through hacking your accounts, uh, keyboard malware is a good a favorite one of those, and they can just find so many different ways to get into your electronic devices. This is also a true about hacking and taking over your smartphone. Like I said, Verizon and Sprint actually have both of those things going on. They can also create long lines, take up parking spots, whatever they hope will be an inconvenience to you. They will try to do. Children. One never knows what, where, when, or how a tantrum can be thrown. So remember, you have to respond the way in which is best for you to their behaviors. So that's very important, too. The tools to protect yourself against surveillance is critical, okay? Alter your routines because it's the most important thing. In most cases, they have followed you around for quite some time and know the places you like to go. So keep a handheld camera because I've seen where they can cut off your – in fact, I have several pictures that are just blank right now. And the reason why they're blank is because uh, they've actually hacked my phone and taken them out. So always have a handheld camera with you, and you can also use your cell phone. I really use a lot of – I use Instagram a lot. By the way, you can visit me at Estrus TV on Instagram. On Twitter at 
Esther's Radio Show, and also on uh, Facebook at Talking About You with Estra. So I'll also be updating Facebook a little bit within this next week. Uh, hacking harassers, non-permitting, because they're not going to just let it happen, but uh, sometimes it'll take a while to get things through. But one thing I can tell you is onward and upward, never give up or end, just keep moving. So I'm still talking about tools to protect yourself against surveillance, okay? And that's actually what counter-surveillance is. That means disability, counter-surveillance means people who are disabled fighting against the surveillance in which they're encountering. So so number one is make sure that you alternate your routine. That's so important because if you go down the same way, the same road, you go to the same place, or you do the same things, typically they're there to inconvenience you in any way that they can. And that's really important to know that you shouldn't have to deal with that day in and day out. So one of the ways to handle that is just to be flexible in your routine. And then the, the handheld cameras and the cell phones. Because believe me, you want to document their behaviors. If you go up and you confront them about it, just don't waste your time. Because I've found that they're liars. If you confront them and say, why are you harassing me? Why are you bullying me? Why are you following me? They'll say, I'm not following you. Right? So that's why it's important to learn their license plates, uh, their faces, their dogs, their cats whatever it takes so that you know that you have the information that when they start lying about some of the things they've done, because there's no way possible, I don't think anyone can get all of the things they do. It's just amazing to me the things they do. But if you get a lot of them, you'll be able to say, this is what they've been doing, this is their behavior, and they won't be able to 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 deny it. More, Another thing is don't let them pressure you into doing what they want you to do. Purpose of this action is to catch you in compromising positions, attempt to hurt your self-esteem, or make it hard to complete your task or talk about their actions. And believe me, you definitely want to be, be able to do all of it. So don't be afraid to share your experiences with the public, okay? Don't be uh, abused in silence. That's probably one of the worst things to do. One of the best tactics tactics is not to be quiet, to just speak up. To silence your voice is to keep abuse hidden so policyholders are not aware of the things that they do after filing insurance claims. So please speak out and stop them. In fact, make sure you can give me a call right now at 718-766-4385 and tell me about some of the things you've experienced uh, for uh, disability surveillance. You have the right to be treated with respect and dignity, especially from those who are supposed to be helping you get through your insurance claim. So don't be afraid to speak out and say, I'm not being treated very well. Another one of the things that's really important to do is to relax, recover, and think about what is best for you, and don't back down. Let me say that again. Relax, recover, and think about what's best for you, and don't back down. It's important for insurer harassers to know that you have no intentions of backing down, that you will stand up for your rights and others. This is what insured civil rights legislation is all about, to protect the interests of policyholders after filing an insurance claim, 
whether with a public or private corporation. This includes also choosing to file a lawsuit to expose what's happened to you. Far too many hidden uh, agendas and people don't know that they can file claims themselves. So in other words, you can, when you're not being treated well by your insurance company, you can file a claim. And there is a section at most courthouses explaining to you how to actually go about that process. So when you've had enough, go ahead and step up to the plate. For in my opinion, the more of those lawsuits in the courthouse from insured or policyholders that are insured, the more people will know exactly what's going on. And it's so important, especially today that we're all awake about some of the things that are going on in life. And this is what, why insurance civil rights legislation makes this possible. The more we're able to get Congress moving in the right direction and saying we're not just going to be with the insurance lobbyists, we know insurers, the policyholders, have some rights and claims to the benefits in which they've signed up for. By putting your story in writing in a lawsuit, your story will be here in history. And eventually, the more people who choose to stand and fight, the more judges will be unable to ignore what is written in the declarations of people injured or disabled in car accidents, although they're not attorneys, okay, can be seen when people actually share their stories. And to change the presidents of business as usual in the hands of Wall Street, which means money and power command currently in our justice system in my opinion, is far too much. Money cannot be the force that continues to drive our justice system. If you don't have it, good luck. If you have it, better luck. That's not the way it's supposed to work. Policyholders tend, or policyholders telling what is happening to them, to you, will make a difference. Another thing to do uh, each day is to actually think on things to laugh about. Stay hopeful, keep fighting, and never give up and in. It might be a challenge today, but a victory tomorrow. Policyholder premiums for protection for the wealth of Wall Street. And that really makes a difference. And that's why it's so important to fight for disability counter surveillance, to stand up and say no more, to stand up and say, you do not have the right to keep my benefits or settlements, to say, we as policyholders united throughout this nation, and hopefully at some point since we're becoming one world, that these changes will come to help us to be able to stand up and fight in ways that say, okay, we understand that we don't have the right to keep money that don't belong to us. We are going to pay it out to you. So that's just so very, very important. Most of us are in a car accident once in every five years. Is this your season for a collision? Call the show today at 718-766-4385 with your questions, comments, or experiences. 
The time to sit back and let others do the work is over. It's your voice that will make a difference. Don't be intimidated or bullied. Speak out. I'm listening to what you have to say about your car accident journey. And you never need to travel this path alone. You can read, watch, or listen with me, Estra, at any time. Thank you for listening with me, Estra, tonight. The topic of the week includes all the things we've been hearing about in the last few days. Most of the actions and issues do carry over in the manner people involved in collisions are treated with respect to Wall Street, social actions, and changing legislation. Today we'll be talking about the Obamas last week in the White House. As some of you might know, President Obama has a 70 Well, I guess that was just a little bit uh, not the topic of the week. The topic of the week is disability surveillance, uh, disability counter-surveillance for the week. But this week, it has been, a, as uh, unfortunately, the whole last week or the last, let's say, 21 days, I guess it's been three weeks since Trump's been in office, where there's been so many things that have come up and now. So um, one of the things that uh, was a hot topic this week is on immigration. And uh, it's important that a lot of people have been actually sent back to their country of origin, which actually for most of them isn't necessarily that. Okay. I guess the dog and the mother wins because I obviously can't deal with this today. But I thank you for listening, and I will go ahead and re-record this show at a better time. I hope that you actually learned a bit about – actually, what I'll do is I'll go ahead and – there's a show that we have for disability uh, counter-surveillance, and I think that I'll start that one for you right now. Thank you for joining me, Estra, this Saturday, November 1st, 2014, for Talking About You with Estra from Seattle, Washington, USA. This is your car accident radio channel, bringing knowledge and support about auto insurance, employers, short-term disability, social security disability, personal injury claims, surveillance, and much, much more. What is the ultimate harassment and intimidation tool? Disability surveillance. Fear is a common mechanism to move average citizens, but do you have to respond in insured's best interest or yours? Just because a company would rather keep not only your premiums, but benefits after filing a claim doesn't mean you have to walk away sad and defeated. Today is a time to learn counter-disability surveillance one-on-one because bullies shouldn't have their way. Because tactics used attempt to exploit and demean individuals who are vulnerable and have their trust in the wrong place. Today, let's talk about how to change this and become your best advocate. We'll spend our time talking about power in numbers and money, your talents and gifts along with injury, surveillance tactics, those who help disabled versus those who help insurance, and counter-disability surveillance tactics. 
Place your comments and questions on Twitter hashtag Estra's Radio Show or Talking About You with Estra on Facebook. Call the show today at 718-766-4385 with your questions, comments, and experiences. I'm listening to what you have to say about your car accident journey. How did the average citizen get so busy with personal troubles that the bigger problems are ignored? Somehow, when middle America was sleeping, the very power and balance which established our democracy slipped away. 1% of the population became the 99%, and the 99% became the 1%. An imbalance of power has caused not only the American economy to stumble, but our way of life. Now this 1% of the population controls the direction of our country, and our only hope of getting it back is to vote in those who remember that it is the United States of America, not the United States of Wall Street. By voting in 214 midterm elections, you are trying to reverse this trend with votes. This is the one thing our forefathers did right. Now, if poor and middle class will use their vote this coming week and not be discouraged by fake polls, poll taxes, or other methods of voter suppression. This much power and influence in the hands of a few hurt the many, in my opinion. So what has this to do with a car accident? Those with the power and money are also the same individuals who take premiums, deny insurance claims, harass and intimidate in order to get you to drop benefits requests. Too often, some insurers have a set strategy to bring down poor and middle-class individuals who cannot afford to challenge their opinions in order to get the care needed or get the benefits of their policy. Have you noticed how difficult it is to find complaints against insureds? Much of it has been buried or the search engines gives priorities to large corporations who place a rebuttal in place of those who wish to share their experiences. Nevertheless, if you are trying to share auto experience insurance, employer benefits, LTD, SDI experience, continue to put your content online. The number of individuals facing harassment is increasing, which makes it more difficult to hide. It's important for others to see the commonality many people injured in car accidents go through during this journey. Not only will it empower you, but those who also need encouragement. As we've seen by many recent court cases, the power and money of these corporations do extend to the reach of law, including law enforcement, in my opinion. Therefore, you may not receive the support deserved while going through this process, but don't give up. Just as with Ferguson, and just as Casey Cox did not decide her battle would be to stand up for those facing Ebola concerns, many of us do not decide which battles we fight, but once in it, do all you can to bring concerns to light and make it better for those people down the line. It will take all of us doing our parts in whatever area the battle comes. To return America back to a country who believes in keeping jobs here, building infrastructure, making education available for everyone, making housing and food affordable and safe, and providing individuals involved in a car accident with a fair and equitable settlement. This requires returning to a strong America who believes in our ability to stand. When this happens, 1% will only represent 
1%. And 99% will represent 99%. Once again, justice will prevail, and our jails will not be a place of slavery, making money for private industry. All we need is a renewed respect for one another, starting with insurers doing the right things by their insurance. Often self-esteem takes a blow after a disability, and sometimes it takes a while to find you again. And this is okay because, in my opinion, once restored, wherever you are, whatever you can or cannot do, realizing it's more about talents and gifts created along the way at each season in life. No one else can tell you who you are. No one else can get you to a place of understanding or acceptance of you. This is a personal journey that you must make, explore, and come to terms with just how special and unique you are. Yet I can tell you from personal experience, this is not always an easy task. Along the way, you might find people and corporations which take advantage of you. Education comes in many different aspects, and each and every one of us have weaknesses be it physical, emotional, mental, some things will always need exercising. Love you for where you are right now. Accept your struggles and victories. Own them on your journey. There is no perfection in this world, only learning curves. Do your best, make corrections when necessary, and above all, continue to respect and hold yourself in high esteem. Some people may not have a disability, but I guarantee you there will be something for them to work on too. Self-acceptance and an acceptance of others is so important. The balance of these two things is unique for you. The key is to know you will be okay, that you can work through injury, pain, suffering, disability, harassment, and intimidation. Your life belongs to you. And you can make it into whatever your heart desires with a bit of creativity and determination that what? Never quits. It is also important to provide others with the same grace that you should give yourself. Yes, you are talented and gifted. Some discovered, some undiscovered. Give yourself time for exploration, healing, and confidence. Each and every program, I want you to know that your car accident concerns matter. I ask to personally realize outcomes depend on knowledge. And this is the reason for talking about you with Astra's radio show, TV, and blog. I'd like to introduce you to the car accident anthem, quote, I can get through this. I support insured civil rights. I am up for the battle. I will use what I have learned. I appreciate my gifts. I will take care of me. Car accidents are surprising. Good seasons will come again. Anytime you're in the fight, in the struggle, and you need something to repeat to help to get you through the moments, remember the car accident anthem. It's out on Astra's TV, blog, and radio show for your convenience. Locations where you can join me for additional conversations include Reddit, under Astros TV, Pinterest, which is Astros Radio Show, IMDB, on Astros TV, Tumblr, which is under Astros TV, Radio, and Blog, and you can always listen to the archives 
both here on Block Talk Radio, iTunes under Talking About You with Estra. And if you're facing harassment and intimidation and looking for ways to counter disability surveillance, you can also see these examples on the Tumblr, which is Estra's TV, radio, and blog, which I just mentioned, and also out on Instagram. What you're going through is more than likely a lot more common than you think. Why is law enforcement working with insurers, meaning your insurance companies, against the insured, which means the person who purchases insurance policies from them? How can they stay neutral when placed in a biased situation? This creates a deeper level of distrust of police by citizens, from my perspective. Many people will only contact them as a last resort, which means citizens suffer in silence rather than bring problems to law enforcement, because this may create a greater problem than the one they got, I suspect. Prior to being involved in the last round of car accident, meaning the last three, one involved with harassers, within approximately a year of each other, I personally held law enforcement in high esteem. The job they do is not for the faint of heart, and many experience too much of the dark side of life, in my opinion. Therefore, I thought giving them their respect was in order. Yet, when an employer or insurer decides not to pay your claim, there typically is a strategy in play. This is surveillance tactics. These tactics are psychological game to intimidate and harass the injured. The injured person who is typically struggling to understand their condition, most do not have enough time or energy to handle additional pressures yet. Don't consider giving in to these demands. Frankly, the lack of integrity and honesty to deal with the injured in a respectful and straightforward manner is appalling. In my opinion, in some cases, it is due to the fact that they do not have a reason not to pay your claim, but they know you do not have the resources, perhaps, to give them a run for their money, so to speak. How many poor and middle-class people have enough money to fight billion-dollar companies for five to ten years? If they had this much money, they would take care of their own car accident concerns and not use insurance companies. In fact, it is insurers who are making money off of you. What I'm saying is that if they begin losing too much money, they tend to make the choice to reduce what is included in your coverage. Have you noticed that? From year to year, you may have started off with a great deal of coverage, and now your current policy has even less than it did two years ago or five years ago. 10 years ago, and let's not even go back 20 years ago, when unions were at their strongest. If they choose to keep benefits, they don't have to answer to anyone else, unless, of course, you take them to court. Therefore, the risk and reward ratio is always in their hands. And today, they are still making billions, let me repeat that, not millions, not a few hundred thousand, but billions, and refuse to pay claims. They've accepted premiums from insureds, meaning you. The key to overcoming harassment and intimidation tactics from insureds is not to allow them to dominate your life. You are the most important person in this equation, as I say time and time again, not their goal of keeping your benefits. Yes, they will bully and attempt to confuse you as what you should do. 
I would challenge you, however, to do all you can to improve your life that makes your goals achievable. You have a life to live and live it to the best of your new abilities and talents. Don't allow them or anyone else to make you ashamed of current conditions. If you could do more, you would. There is no shame in being disabled. I need to say that again because a lot of people tend to try to live up to someone else's expectations or view their their life in the life of others. The only one's life that you need to be like is your own. There is no shame in being disabled, and there is no shame in trying to do better. Do not let them place you in a cage of their creations. You are free to improve on who you are just as anyone else. Don't be afraid to stand up for yourself. Many times their tactics include lowering your self-esteem by performing shaming activities you are not even aware of. If you've encountered very few mind games, you will not be familiar with some of their tactics. Their goal may be to force you into a situation which proves their insurer's claim and give a reason to deny yours. Yes, they will be abusive in some cases from my experience, yet let them carry the burden of their actions. You are only accountable for yours. The key is to stay with the facts. Many will attempt to bully you into saying or doing something they can get on film that will be so embarrassing that you will slither away and allow their employer to keep your benefits. I suggest another option, that you allow them to slither away and you continue to take care of yourself and document their behaviors. Many times these tactics also include enlisting those they can turn in order to gain additional information about you. Most of these companies have enough resources at their disposal to go back to the day before your birth. Frankly, if all the people they have harassed and intimidated got together and shared all the abusive things they have done to the insured, meaning you, that would indeed be a story worth reading. By the way, there's a story in the Seattle Times I happened to catch on Alex Wagner's TV show on MSNBC regarding the FBI creating a fake AP story to learn the computer ID of a teenager who was causing fire alarms at school. Does law enforcement play by the rules? I used to think so. But after experience harassment and intimidation, which included hacking my cell phone, laptop, placing GPS on my vehicle, creating fake extra links, and this is why I tell you to make sure you go to the official, official sites, sending harassment and intimidation emails, Twitter messages, hacking my online accounts. This is another one where the list truly is endless. This makes me believe that not only do we need insured civil rights, but there needs to be a separation between law enforcement and Wall Street for the protection for the average citizen and insured. When these same harassers begin going to every place you go, such as physician's office, physical therapy, acupuncture, exercise, another endless list, it creates a distrust in the people involved in your care. Will they harm you? Hopefully not. One begins to wonder who is trustworthy. Insurers are notorious in bombarding healthcare professionals and attorneys, by the way, with paperwork in order to get paid. What medical professional wants this type of drama? 
Patients become more of a liability than someone to care for when harassment by insureds begin. In order to avoid or reduce some of their bullying tactics, change patterns or driving routes, which makes it difficult for them to carry out harassive plans. One day when I decided to switch from Verizon to Sprint, it was an unexpected event for them, and I enjoyed a few days of using my cell phone without their harassment. While purchasing the phone, they were there standing behind me and next in line to talk to the sales agent. This goes on each and every day for the last two years. My next book, Surveillance, will have detailed information of the harassment and intimidation one can experience after filing an auto insurance claim. These surveillance tactics, which can extend into harassment and intimidation, which can further extend into abuse, is a problem and unfair for the injured to endure because the insurer chooses not to pay their claim. There is a major difference between good faith and bad faith insurers, your insurance company, and learning the difference after a car accident is not the time to find it out. Being on the receiving ends of delays, denials, harassment, and intimidation is difficult when dealing with life changes due to injuries. Therefore, make sure to do your homework when choosing an insurance company. This may be the most important thing you do throughout the entire process. How can you ascertain who helps disabled versus those who help the insured? Because money and power is a persuader in the hands of those who know how to use it. Manipulation is a tool that some consider to be negotiation tactics. However, when it takes advantage of people who have little concept of the behavior, it's unacceptable. The average injured person has been told to discuss the truth and nothing but the truth, so help them God. Yet, some insurers, in my opinion, are only interested in their investors' bottom line ethical and moral decision-making is far from them. In other words, the injured trust the people they have hired to be their safety net, while those with safety nets drop them through the holes in the net, so to speak. In my opinion, this is a major violation of trust. The injured entered into a lion's den, unknowledgeable and trustful, awaiting to be knocked off by a well-trained predator, from my perspective. Those who help the disabled typically are advocates working with few resources compared to Wall Street and have gained their experience through the school of hard knocks, plenty of hard knocks. Many take on those with money and power as far as their resources will allow. Sometimes it is enough and sometimes it's not. Yet the struggle continues and there are many soldiers known as advocates trying to make a difference in the lives of the injured. This is no easy task when Congress continues to pass legislation in favor of Wall Street, disenfranchising Main Street. In their numbers, Main Street can overcome the barriers and obstacles placed in the way of fair and equitable auto insurance settlements by using the power of their votes to put people in office who will respect the rights of individual citizens and place them on an equal footing as corporations whom would consider taking advantage of them in order to benefit company bonuses and investors' stock. Will you play hardball with those who use rocks? If so, learn to duck and gain as much knowledge as possible. 
Thank those who help to get you through the process, because in most cases, they are taken through the ringer, so to speak, too. Make sure those who help you are not already aligned with insurers, however. Their reach is much longer than most would believe, from my perspective. And they know how to use their resources and power to create a means to an end at the insurer's expense. Therefore, make sure those you think are helping truly are, and not working for those who would create developments in the interest of their employers. If you have moved to another circle, meaning another level, in dealing with those who play by different rules, remember some of these people or companies may not have any. Be your best advocate, pay attention, stand your ground, and do what is not only in your best interest but will help those who come after you. Do for the injured what Casey Hitcox is doing for the next person returning to the U.S. after assisting with the Ebola outbreak, protecting the rights of herself and others not to be harassed and intimidated by those with power and influence. It was nice to see justice come from a system whose reputation has been anything but fair to the people on Main Street. You can advocate for insured civil rights. This is a method for obtaining fair and equitable treatment from insurers. Again, make sure to stop by and say hello. It's nice to have a place to share car accident struggles and victories. As with life, it is indeed about the journey. In a 217 Car Accident Weekly Planner, there needs to be places where you can write your own notes, save information that uh, you need to retrieve at a later date, and be able to, ask, to be able to document things that are important to your case. And this is the reason why I designed 217 Car Accident Weekly Planner with an injured person in mind. So let's talk about what you, as an injured person, would find helpful in a car accident weekly planner and we'll go over what I have in this planner to be helpful. Old problems can follow you into another year. It is time for policyholders to be treated with respect and dignity by self-insured employers or insurance companies both public and private. The time of ignoring bad faith insurance tactics is over. Together, we can become informed, organized, and standing together for insured civil rights legislation to move forward towards fair and equitable settlements and benefits given to policyholders. In the beginning, Congress supported the interest of insurance policyholders through ERISA. ERISA stands for Employee Retirement Income Security Act, which was first passed by the 93rd Congress, which was composed of both a Democratic House and Senate. Reviewing their willingness to get things done for the people, that is Main Street, Congress knew how important the 99% of people in this country meant to keeping America strong and cared for in order to protect the interests of their daily needs, hopes, and dreams for the future. In my opinion, they also considered what was fair and just and worked towards meeting this goal. 
ERISA envelops all your benefits such as health, life, short and long-term disability, and other self-insured plan benefits, meaning your employer is really your insurance company and gets to keep any benefits not used each month or money kept when not paying your benefits due to delays or denials. In other words, it is in their best interest to keep as much money as possible, which isn't in your best interest, because if injured or needing these benefits, this seriously hurts you. I personally know how difficult life can be after being involved in a traffic collision. In most cases, the time, energy, recovery, and money required makes this journey difficult. And therefore, having wisdom and knowledge at your disposal can alleviate pain, suffering, and prepare you for the challenges from auto insurance, employers, long-term disability insurance, Social Security, attorneys, or anyone else who comes along on your journey. When in a car wreck, focusing on recovery and directing how life moves forward becomes important. There will be challenges, yet they can be overcome with creativity, hopefulness, determination, and rest. Find a hobby or join me as an advocate to improve the lives of people injured by supporting insured civil rights legislation to be passed by Congress. Take care of yourself and remember that I am here for you. My website at estruscarwreckhelp.com. You'll find legitimate links here and answers. Best recovery to you, Estra. Disability surveillance is like wearing a chain around your neck and feet, a modern-day slavery trapped by those who prefer remaining invisible while inflicting harassment and intimidation on their victims in hopes of breaking them down through restricting their physical care, psychological well-being, personal relationships, and financial resources. Harassers are rewarded many times with success because of their ability to perfect their tactics on innocent victims, as well as their disabled captives are unprepared, uninformed, and lack the resources to defend themselves, in my opinion. Does disability surveillance have to be the prison of enslavement? Not on your terms, it doesn't. Will it be a battle? From my perspective, yes, it will be. Yet, they can only take your self-respect and dignity if you let them. Yes, you may experience harsh circumstances which may create despair. And just like with slaves, much of it is not in your control. However, self-respect and dignity are yours. It cannot be bought, sold, or stripped from you because of actions of others. Therefore, keep them. They will get you through this journey. 
and you will learn a great deal about who benefits by disability surveillance and what is the reason for it. Are laws written to protect the injured or investors? From my perspective, I'd say laws lean towards insurance companies and corporations. Start with reviewing ERISA legislation and decide for yourself. Thank you for joining me, Astra, this September 14, 2013, for talking about you with Astra on Block Talk Radio and Astra's TV, currently featured on YouTube under Astra's blog. Make sure not to be diverted to another link. My official website is E-S-T-R-A, pronounced Astra. So go to Astra's Blog Tips on Blogger for a listing of all legitimate links. This is your car accident show sharing information and concerns that help you, family, friends, and communities from an injured person's perspective, meaning the person hurt in a traffic collision. Today's topic will be on disability surveillance after a car accident. No one expects to face surveillance after being injured in a traffic collision. Most injured have placed their trust in the hands of the people who promise to help them in times of peril. Also on our program today is Personal Injury in the News, providing comments on events, holidays of the coming week, my commentary on disability surveillance, and last but not least, discussion on articles related to our topic. Is shock and disbelief experienced when realizing that you're being stalked? Questions of why, who made the decision, and what do they have to gain by harassing and intimidating someone who has enough pain and suffering? Have they no compassion? Do these bullies only go after those hurt whom they are certain cannot hold them accountable for their actions? Just as in Harry Potter, invisible cloaks can be removed exposing what is underneath. Regardless of the mission of these harassers, you still have a dream, a life, and must continue to find a way back to a rewarding place where growth, fulfillment, and restoration define your purpose. When running into those whose preference is to take you down rather than build you up, step over them, move forward, focus, do not fall into any traps and deceit. You have far too much more to live for. Remember, the most important person in this equation is you. Take care of yourself. Your healing does not improve as much with stress. In this program, your challenges in dealing with insurance companies, self-insured employers, and coping with everyday situations from being involved in a car accident are up for discussion. I know firsthand your situation. I have dealt with insurance companies such as USAA, GEICO, PIMCO, Progressive, Farmers, Allstate Premier, Blue Cross, United Healthcare, Medicare, Lifewise Assurance Company, Social Security, and employer S&C Lavender Constructors, previously known as Enron. In my opinion, I have experienced good faith from some listed above and bad faith practices from a few. This is why it is so important to research a company before making a commitment with them. In fact, make sure that you also look up and see what you can discover about their surveillance. Dial 718-766-4385 to share your comments on disability surveillance. Again, that's 718-766-4385. The after show number has changed. Place your comments at Talking About You with Estra on Facebook or tweet at Estra's Radio Show. If watching on YouTube, make sure to leave a comment. Tune in every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Block Talk Radio or view every Wednesday on Estra's TV, YouTube user Estra's blog. We are coming to you from Seattle, Washington. 
Notable mentions this week include start of National Hispanic Heritage Month, September 15, 2013. And the information comes to us from HispanicHeritageMonth.gov, and it talks about the heritage. Quote, each year Americans observe National Hispanic Heritage Month for September 15 to October 15 by celebrating the histories, cultures, and contributions of American citizens whose ancestors came from Spain, Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central and South America. The observation started in 1968 as Hispanic Heritage Week under President Lyndon Johnson was expanded by President Ronald Reagan in 1988 to cover a 30-day period starting on September 15th and ending on October 15th. It was enacted into law on August 17, 1988 on the approval of Public Law 100402. The day of September 15th is significant because of the anniversary of independence for Latin American countries, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, and Nicaragua. In addition, Mexico and Chile celebrate their Independence Days on September 16th and 18th, respectively. Also, Columbus Day, or Dia de la Raza, which is October 12th, falls within the 30-day period, end quote. Educating ourselves about each other can alleviate many misconceptions and bring unity, understanding, compassion of circumstances, and improve communication. JustReadFamilies.org has recommendations on books for all levels, which is a great starting point. Make sure to view their website. Hispanic Heritage Month 2013 recommended reading lists to read some of the highlights at one. There are three of them here. The Latin Holiday Book from Cinco de Mayo to Dia de los Moretos, The Celebration and Traditions of Hispanic Americans, and it's by Valerie Minnard. Another one I wanted to mention is Chronology of Hispanic American History from Pre-Columbian Times to the Present. It's by Nicholas Cano. And the last one is Strangers Among Us, How Latino Immigration is Transforming America. And it's by Roberto Suro. So make sure you go out and take a look. This is something out there probably for everyone in the family. Let's close this notable mention with Presidential Proclamation, National Hispanic Heritage Month 213. Quote, from the earliest days of our republic, Hispanic Americans have written crucial chapters in our national story. Hispanics have honorably defended our country in war and built prosperity during times of of peace. They run successful businesses, teach our next generation of leaders, and pioneer scientific and technological breakthroughs. This month, America acknowledges these vital contributions and celebrates our Hispanic heritage. Hispanic Americans represent an array of distinct and vibrant cultures, each of which enriches communities in valuable ways. Just as America embraces a rich blend of backgrounds, those who journey to our shores embrace America, sharing the dream of equality and and boundless opportunity. Many Hispanics have marched for social justice and helped advance America's journey towards a more perfect union. Last year, I was proud to establish the Cesar E. Chavez National Monument in honor of an American hero, a man who reminded us that every life has value, that together those who recognize their common humanity have the power to shape a better world. As Cesar Chavez's example teaches us, we must never scale back our dreams. My administration remains committed to building a rising, thriving middle class, a middle class accessible to the Hispanic community and to all Americans. As we 
continue to implement the Affordable Care Act, more than 10 million uninsured Latinos will gain access to coverage. To reduce health disparities, my administration will work to educate, engage, and enroll Hispanic Americans in the health insurance marketplace. Last year, we lifted the shadow of deportation off young people who are American in every way but on paper. Today, I am as determined as ever past common-sense immigration reform, reforms that helps American workers get a fair deal, adds more than $1 trillion to our economy, and provides a pathway to earn citizenship. A bipartisan bill consistent with these principles has already passed the Senate, and a growing coalition of Republicans and Democrats is calling for action. Whether our ancestors crossed the Atlantic in 1790, the Rio Grande in 1970, Americans are bound by a set of common values, a love of liberty and justice, the belief that a better life should await anyone willing to work for it as we celebrate the unique influences of Hispanic culture during National Hispanic Heritage Month. Let us also rededicate ourselves to realizing our shared aspirations. To honor the achievements of Hispanics in America, the Congress, by public law 100-402, as amended, has authorized and requested the President to issue annually a proclamation designating September 15th through October 15th as National Hispanic Heritage Month. Now, therefore, I, Barack Obama, President of the United States of America, do hereby proclaim September 15th through October 15th, 2013, as National Hispanic Heritage Month. I call upon public officials educators, librarians, and all Americans to observe this month with appropriate ceremonies, activities, and programs. And witness thereof, I hereby set my hand this 13th day of September in the year of our Lord 2013 and of the independence of the United States of America, the 230th, the 238th, Barack Obama, end quote. <clears throat> Immigration reform will help people of all creeds and colors. America is the United States of America, and inclusion should be broad and fair for all people. Hopefully, Congress will have something to show other than being the worst congressional body in history. Perhaps they will consider doing the right thing for all people on immigration reform. Our next notable mention is Citizenship Day, and that's September 17, 2013. Our first description comes from thetimeanddate.com. Quote, Constitution Day and Citizen Day is a combined event that occurs in the United States on September 17th each year. On this day, U.S. citizens remember the blessings of liberty and are recognized for holding the responsibility of citizenship. This event commemorates the formation and signing of the Constitution of the United States on September 17, 1787. It also recognizes all who, by coming of age or by naturalization, have become U.S. citizens, end quote. The U.S. Department of Education states, quote, This year is the 226th anniversary of the Constitution. Constitution. Each educational institution that receives federal funds for a physical year is required to hold an educational program about the U.S. Constitution for its students. There are a myriad of resources and activities which families and classrooms can use to plan a Constitution Day event, end quote. I'd like to highlight a few, just a few on the list. Uh, the first one, and you can actually find these links out on app, talking about you with Astra on Facebook. The first one is the Constitution Center in Philadelphia is holding a series of events throughout the year. You can learn about these at constitutionalcenter.org forward slash constitutions day. And also the 
the Library of Congress American Memory Site provides numerous resources on the Constitution. These two links provide access, and it's uh, memorylock.loc.gov. In fact, if you go there, you'll see, and then you have Amen. It's kind of odd. Okay, so I just recommend you actually go out to uh, memory.loc.gov and go out and take a look and see, do a search on the American Memory Site, which is A-M-M-E-M. So you'd have memory.loc.gov forward slash Amen which is A-M-M-E-M. And like I said, those links will also be out there too in case you need some help. Let's hope as we make decisions about keeping the peace in 2013, we consider the President's Proclamation of 2012. Excerpts from it. It says, quote, By the President of the United States of America, a proclamation. Today we celebrate our heritage as a country bound together by fidelity to a set of ideas and a system of governance first laid out in America's Constitution. The product of fierce debate and enduring compromise, our nation's Constitution has guided our progress from 13 to 50 states that stretched from the sea to shining sea. It has watched over our growth from a frail experiment in democracy to a beacon of freedom that lights the world. It has vested in each of us the power to appeal to principles that could broaden democracy's reach. As we mark this 225th, now it would be the 226th this week, anniversary of the signing of our Constitution, we also recognize the candidates for citizenship who will commemorate this day by joining our American family. For more than two centuries, our country has drawn enterprising men and women from around the world, individuals who have sought to build a life as good as their talents and their hard work would allow. Generations have crossed land and ocean because of the belief that, in America, all all things are possible. Okay, I'm going to drop down a little bit here. This week, we reflect on the basic rights and responsibilities of citizenship, the founding documentation from which they were drawn, and the extraordinary legacy of progress they have enabled. Let us forever uphold the ideals the framers enshrined in our Constitution, and let us never cease in our pursuit of the more perfect union they imagined many years ago. I'm going to stop there in quotes. Sometimes it's nice to actually take a moment and review the Constitution. Certain parts are just start slowly. I know it's, it's a lot sometimes to absorb, and it's not always easy to find. I do have uh, links out on our Twitter uh, if you're interested in, in locating it. But freedom should be for everyone, including people who've been injured in a car accident. The same rights should apply whether you have resources or the, or you don't and that people with power should have no more rights than those that do not and they certainly should not have the power to harass and intimidate because of a claim. So I hope that this has actually given you more information. Make sure that you're doing your part to, to ensure that the Constitution remains for the people and by the people and not for the corporations alone because without our constant involvement in politics, many of those constitutional rights might be amended away and the things that you thought were your rights may end up being something of previous generations and doesn't be carried into the future. Our last notable mention is International Day of Peace, September 21st, 2013. Timeanddate.com describes it as 
A UN resolution established the International Day of Peace in 1981 to coincide with the opening of the UN General Assembly. The first Peace Day was celebrated in 1982 and was held on the third Tuesday of September each year until 2002 when September 21st became the permanent date for the International Day of Peace. The Assembly decided in 2001 that the International Day of Peace should be annually observed and on 20, September 21st started in 2002. The Assembly decided in 2001 that the International Day of Peace should be annually observed. By setting a fixed date for the International Day of Peace, the Assembly declared that the day should be observed as a day of global ceasefire and nonviolence. That's a nice thought. By creating the International Day of Peace, the UN devoted itself to a worldwide peace and encouraged people to work in cooperation for this goal. Since its inception, Peace Day has marked personal and planetary progress towards peace. It has grown to include millions of people worldwide and many events are organized each year to commemorate and celebrate this day. International Day of Peace recognizes the efforts of individuals, organizations, and governments to end conflict and promote peace. Now for our personal injury in the news this week. These are my views on current events and have no association with the writers of the articles unless it's Esther's blog tips. This Monday morning, while on your way to work or traveling to a personal destination and listening to a local radio station, when the news of a traffic collision comes on, remember, for the individuals involved, their lives may have been changed temporarily or permanently. A good faith auto insurance company can help with a speedy recovery by fair, responsive treatment. Yet those dealing with a bad faith auto insurance company can face delays, denials, and surveillance. Wisely choose your auto insurance and employer, which could also be your short-term and long-term disability insurance company. The people involved in the article reviewed this week lost their lives, one in a vehicle, the other on a motorcycle. Considering the number of accidents per week is around 7,000. Let me repeat that. The number of car accidents per week is around 7,000. Considering the number of accidents per week, most types of traffic collisions will happen. Therefore, the more informed and prepared before a car accident, in my opinion, the journey through the experience will help overcome obstacle phase. Articles inspiring our personal injury in the news this week include UCLA walk-on Nick Pasquale hit by car and killed and fatal motorcycle and that's by usatoday.com story and fatal motorcycle crash on 10 freeway clogs traffic in San Dimas and that comes to us from the latimes.com Drive safely your life is precious each day live as your last striving for goals and dreams this makes it a life well lived. Surveillance does happen to unsuspecting car accident victims. Many of the circumstances are similar in nature. Take a simple surveillance survey of nine easy questions at www.surveymonkey.com forward slash s forward slash 758M9HP. That's surveymonkey.com forward slash S forward slash 758M9HP. Thanks for your participation. Awareness is the key.
Now for my commentary on disability surveillance. From my perspective, the top 10 things to do after learning about surveillance is first to contact your local police department. I will tell you the same thing that those before me repeated, that unfortunately this will not be of any help more than likely. In fact, it is believed that the law is on the side of auto insurance companies and employers, and particularly because of the contract signed at the time of accepting benefits. Reading the fine print is important, yet where is our legislative body in all of this? Who will stand up against the abuse of harassment and intimidation due to filing auto insurance claim or a short or long-term disability claim after being in a car accident. Do as those before you. Think of this as documenting what is happening to you. Next, accept that this is really happening. It's very difficult to get your mind around this. The why question continues to surface. And the answers, in my opinion, is not that far away. It's called money. More for the investors and less for the injured or sick. You can be better prepared and informed. Learn how to be your best advocate and protect yourself as much as possible. Expect little or no privacy tip. Number three, typically they have a lot of information and in my opinion some of it is accurate and some of it is speculation. Remember they are attempting to build a case against you so they may be desperate to create or find anything they can. Yet go on about rebuilding your life. They may want to make you a hostage or a slave to them but don't allow it. Continue on with recovery and go on the best you can. Remember it is a car accident that placed you in this situation. There is no need for you to be intimidated by harassers for it. Number four, build up a strong emotional IQ. What this means is that you will face things never imagined. So psychologically, you must be prepared for the things that are about to come your way. Attempts will be made to discourage, create a hopeless atmosphere to get you to believe that they have all the power so there's nothing you can do. Don't believe them. Never give up. This is your life. And in my opinion, they have no ownership of it. Furthermore, they do not have the right to mistreat and abuse you. Yet, in my opinion, this happens all the time. However, you continue to focus on renewing yourself and getting well. Do not engage their behavior. And and believe me, they will try to engage you. And do not allow them to make you afraid. Document what they say and do to you. Your power and your will is yours alone. Never turn this over. Yes, they will follow you even to public bathrooms. They will look inside the windows of your home. In fact, they will park right in front of where you live, yet continue on. Remember, the most important person in this equation is you. And this is why the name of this program is Talking About You. Number five. Today, almost everyone has a cell phone with a camera. Document your experience. Both pictures and videos say a lot. Number six, remember their license plate, faces, children, pets, etc. Also remember the locations that you may see them when perhaps on their own time. You may be fortunate enough to stumble upon some of their routines. Number seven, Trust and believe in yourself. Do not let doubt slip into your mind. There will be many mind games played upon you, in my opinion. Yet be vigilant in being true to yourself. This is one of the main ingredients of making it through this journey. Number eight, share your experiences with others. I found great comfort in learning how others survived this traumatic experience, and unfortunately, this was more common than I thought. As you gain more experience and more knowledge, your ability to cope with their interference and respond to their harassment and intimidation will be more effective. 
Number nine, from my perspective, harassers may request the help of people you may know in order to become more effective in their cause and supply more pressure to you. Pay attention and be aware of your surroundings. If you're noticing changes, you may want to observe and investigate their actions, but the most important thing to do is to stay true to yourself and not to be led astray by the actions and behaviors of others. And number 10, know that you can and will make it through anything thrown your way. You will learn, grow, think in ways never imagined. Perhaps an innocence will be lost. Your precious perceptions will grow. Your life perceptions will grow. Take this bad situation and find something good in it. It is there, albeit sometimes hard to find. Make sure to read, listen, or watch archive and live programs for encouragement and information. It will help you take surveillance one day at a time and provide suggestions of possible solutions to everyday hassles. Did you enjoy the format for talking about you with Estra today? Let me know at Estra's Radio Show on Twitter or talking about you with Estra on Facebook. The more we know about our rights concerning a car accident, the better off the injured will be. Thanks for your participation today in the program. Until next week, drive safe, be hopeful, and help each other. This is Estra, your car accident advocate in Seattle, Washington, USA. When you need me, I'll be here at estrascarwreckhelp.com. Again, that website is estracarwreckhelp.com. That's one full word. I hope to hear from you soon. This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! <sighs> and this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get hefty, ultra-strong with new Fabuloso lemon scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon.